Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. All right, Randy, welcome. Jonathan. I'm here. I'm here. All right. So, you know, people are starting to notice your beard. Are they really? Yeah. yeah. The they're guys they're wondering. The guys mention it. What's happening? Nah, I'm thinking for, about growing mine out. It's just for fun. Don't ask Rebecca. I'm trying to catch Rich. <laughs> that's like yeah good luck that's like nah it isn't happening you so, needed a 10 year head start yeah. it's coming it's in nice not, though it's not fair. I think it's looking good are you yeah. gonna hang with that everyone wants to know probably everyone's not. talking about it probably not oh, yeah Chad really? liked it last yeah. night at the elders meeting yeah you've mentioned it yeah everyone's so talking it about probably it probably won't last long and oh. it might come back for the biker trip in the fall okay you never know Okay, I think it's good. I think you should. I think you should stick with it. Thank you. I think Michelle likes it. That's what she think, told me. I don't think she does. She did not tell me that. I don't think she does. So <laughs> it could be going. Uh, you know what else people like? They like jokes. jokes. Your jokes. I got one for you. Okay. Okay. It's All a right. dog one. All right. Because we like dogs. Yes, we do. Um, what's a dog's favorite breakfast food? I don't know. Pooched eggs. Oh. <laughs> That's it. There you go. That's your joke okay. for today. Phew. You guys are welcome to use that anywhere and everywhere. No charges. That's free for you. I'm glad okay. we got through you that. You can too. I'm glad we got through that. Yeah, we got All through right. that. And we got through, I was thinking you mentioned getting back into a book study this yeah. past Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's been since Advent, the beginning of, or the end of Is November. Is that what it was? Because so we went from yeah. Advent to the core values to the Barnabas series. That's right. So I would say it's Actually, one of the longer stretches. Yeah, and there was another one. Uh, contending for the faith was uh, fight for the faith was another one. Remember that series? Yeah, Jude. We, that we, was we did a little bit of Jude. You're right, and then we bounced to some other texts. So yeah. there's been a few I don't of these. Even know if you could call that a Jude series, yeah. you wanted to, I think sometimes, but it was not a Jude series. So yeah, you're right. It was a fight for the faith. That's series. going all the way back into the fall, like September, October. Yeah, so it's been a stretch. I was feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. What's wrong with you? What's been wrong with you? Well, I tried to explain, you know, I tried to explain, I tried to explain that the, uh, just the the unique circumstances seem to warrant. And and two out of those three series came from parishioners. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of the, one of the first times where I, I, you know, I heard from a couple of parishioners, it wasn't their intention but when I heard from them, I thought mm-hmm. that's really probably something we need to investigate yeah. because more people are probably yeah. feeling it. So, yeah, yeah but I'm good. really glad to be back into a, a text like Matthew. We are the very beginning of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if we could spend a few minutes recapping the Old Testament because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's you can't just read from Genesis to Malachi mm-hmm. and get the big picture. It's here and there mm-hmm. and all over the place. And so the way it's arranged um, you know, in the, in the canon, the scriptures yeah. is not chronological. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know sometimes people just get, mm-hmm. it's a, it's huge. It's mm-hmm. a huge history. So in a few minutes, do you yeah. want, can we try and tackle this? Yeah. All right. I think let's start. Let me get us to Abraham. Okay. okay. Well, that's, right. that should be quick. Yeah. We go from, mm-hmm. you know, from Adam spiraling downward mm-hmm. to Noah, spiraling downward even more. And then finally, we can find ourselves to Abraham, the beginning of God's God's chosen people, mm-hmm. Israel, essentially, Abraham. So 
Get me from Abraham through. So thank yeah, thank David. you. Thanks. Um, so let me do it from the genealogy. Okay. Just so that you could see uh, whether that's what you were intending or not. But this is. Um, mm -hmm. so you started, at, you got us to Abraham, which is verse one, the son yeah. of Abraham is the last. And then verse two, Abraham was the father of, yeah. and then you go through all this. So if you're looking at the genealogy and you're trying to get a sense of the old Testament, and I learned this from one of my favorite authors, Richard Hayes. Okay. So Richard Hayes has written a book. Uh, he's written a, a couple of books like this, but the one that's uh, more recent that I'm using for this series along the way is Echoes of Scripture in the Gospels. Uh, he's one of my favorite writers hmm. because he's he is adept at showing how the Old Testament is, is being um, portrayed, uh, followed up, expanded upon, alluded to uh, in the New Testament. So I really like I like his writings a lot. So one of these one of my scholar friends that I'm working with in this series notes that if you if you look at the if you look at the sequence in the genealogy you'll notice that it starts with promise so if we're going to okay. summarize the old testament start with the promises that god makes too and you 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 could uh you could start with adam yeah in genesis 3 there were some promises there there was including the first mention of the gospel yep. in 316 mm -hmm. you go to noah he made promises to noah you come up to Abraham in our text, uh, he makes promises to Abraham. And then, of course, right before that, remember, we talked about the order in verse one, Jesus Christ, David, Abraham. Mm -hmm. David's in the middle of that. He's in that. And so God makes promises to David, incredibly mm -hmm. important promises, which we'll review again quickly on Sunday. So you have the promises section. Then you move into the kings. So you've got you've got the promises that are made and then a long section of kings and prominent figures and leaders in Israel's history. Mm -hmm. That rule, however, disintegrates yeah. and the nation disintegrates. And then what you have at the end of verse 11 is you have deportation to Babylon. So the Old Testament history is, is actually summarized very well in broad strokes with promise, mm -hmm. exile, and now end of exile. And the end of exile comes, of course, at verse 17, where after the announcement of verse 16, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. After that, now that whole history is divided into three parts, and it's the three parts working up to uh, the deportation. And then, of course, at the very end, now... Christ is signaling the end of the exile for God's people. He's mm -hmm. bringing about uh, a new a new era for them. So you could summarize the Old Testament that way: promise, kings. I would say extreme unfaithfulness leads them into exile, yeah. deportation, and then finally all of the prophets mm -hmm. saying, "Let's think about our." our future that's coming, the end yeah. of exile. That's good. Uh, you said it's broken into three parts, and I don't mm -hmm. have my Bible in front of me yeah. today. Can you yeah, give so it to all, me? Yeah, so all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations, so you okay. get to the king. Abraham to David. And then from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 David. generations. Yep. And from the deportation of Babylon to Christ, Yeah. 
So okay. we're pretty sure, and I think this is where the guys that have analyzed this a lot, and we're positive, Matthew is saying, look, Jesus Christ is now signaling it's the end of exile for God's people. It's the start of this new creation that we talked about, this new Genesis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's cyclical in, in many ways. Mm -hmm. And thinking back through maybe another way to think, to think about just it happening over and over the Old Testament history, God's people, Adam and Eve, are exiled from the garden. Yeah. They're exiled from the garden. Yeah. And then comes along uh, Abraham. Mm. He's taken to the promised land. Yeah. And I don't know if exile is the right way, but he's eventually led down to Egypt, right? Um, so so now the, God's people are down in Egypt for 400 years mm -hmm. and we have the Exodus. Yeah. And there's this long journey back yeah. to the promised land, the kings. Yeah. And that, that long journey is where I, I'd like to say to anyone thinking about Beyond Sunday, a sermon like this mm -hmm. on Matthew 1. Mm -hmm. One of the best things we can do with verses 1 through 17 is just, just remember the faithfulness of God for his people. And you mentioned that long period of time where the, his people are in exile. He told them there was going to be a long, long time. Yeah. And so it's a reminder to us that our God is still with us in our most difficult moments. He's not forgotten us. He's extremely faithful to his covenant, to his promises. And so I appreciate that, that reminder of mm -hmm. the length of time for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I might want to cycle back and, and end, mm -hmm. the, end there, but a question came in about Jesus, talking about his name. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, man, I came unprepared. Yeah, I don't okay. have your sermon outline in front yeah. of me today. Yeah, that's all right. Um, but the we talked about his the, name. The significance of the titles and the names. Yeah. I think the significance of the family tree was second. Right. And then third, we never got to that part, but we will, Lord willing, on Sunday, the virgin birth. Right. But you're talking about Jesus's name in particular. Yes. So the question is mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Is the original name of Jesus Joshua or did Yeshua? Um, go ahead. It's not the original. I mean, that's a Greek. It's a Greek translation of the Hebrew Joshua. Joshua mm -hmm. is a. Well, that's that's the English, English. That's the English translation name. of yeah. the Greek Jesus, Jesus is a Greek name mm -hmm. borrowed from the Old Testament name Joshua, yeah. which comes from the Hebrew term, God either saves or helps, yes. however you'd like to translate. Yeah, well, what's the Hebrew? Would you, is it? Mm -hmm. you, you said it earlier. Yeshua? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Close? Yeah. A little more phlegm in there? I don't think you have to use the phlegm in this case, <laughs> which is always fun, but... Not in this case. Okay, so yeah. his name, though, means God saves or God helps. Yeah. Um, and that's important. It is very important. Yeah, it's, it's, mm. he came that's to seek deal. and that's the thing. to seek and to save. It is it. You know? We'll know that from verse 21, too. We'll look at it again someday. Yeah. For he will, you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And we'll, we'll discuss that more. Yeah. Um, and now, Jesus being a son of David. Mm -hmm tying into the Davidic promise, the mm -hmm. Davidic covenant, uh, what, the question is, what were those promises? Yeah. So I, I read, uh, I think I read a little bit from first Chronicles 17. You can mm -hmm. also see them in sec in second Samuel seven, but the main, uh, the main part of the promise is that God said, I'm going to build you a house and it's going to last forever. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, is that there's a promised kingdom 
the importance of that promise was that God prophesied that one of David's sons would rule in his kingdom within God's kingdom. And I tried to point that out on Sunday. Watch the significance of that, that the rule of our Savior, the Messiah, the son of David, the king, the Messiah is going to bring the long-awaited rule of God. You mentioned all that time period where God's people are waiting to get out of exile. And then there's all those silent years and so forth. And Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden, the beginning of the New Testament, Jesus arrives in the scene, according to Matthew's record. And now we have um, the silence, of course, is broken. And the Messiah brings the the long-awaited rule of God back to God's people. And then I tried to define that using that long quote. And I, I felt bad about that. I'll probably put it up on the screen, or at least some of it, on Sunday. But that quote is so important from Keller about the kingdom of God, the entrance into the world of God's ruling power that has the ability to reweave together the fabric of creation that's been unraveled because mm-hmm. of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. So the Messiah, the promise was that one of David's sons would rule forever, which means, of course, the rule of God would be forever. Mm-hmm. And that's what our Savior has come to do for us, but also for the world. It's a big deal. Right. And so when Jesus comes, he initiates or starts at least fulfilling yeah, that Davidic covenant. Yes, he does. And will eventually, can I yeah. say in Revelation at the end, yeah. fulfill it completely. Yeah, which is why when Jesus comes, and we'll see it, I think, as we go along in Matthew's, I forget when it comes up at first, but we'll see it where Jesus is preaching a lot about, if you if you just search the word kingdom in the Gospels, it's it's used all the time. So there's a lot of Mm -hmm. discussion by our Lord, a lot of teaching and instruction about the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven. And so then that leads us into the last question here. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you said on Sunday that we're heirs to the promise, Mm -hmm. uh, is that another way of saying heir to Jesus or is it referring to the literal literal promise? And if so, what is that promise? What's it speaking of? So what's that mean to be? Yeah. So the first thing is we know from the, we know from that Galatians text that I read that because we are in faith. Mm-hmm. Now the promises that were made, uh, Jesus fulfills those promises and he makes them available to all of us who believe. So, and we also know in the New Testament that the promises that were made to Israel mm-hmm. are, and I, and I don't know if this is the best word, but instead of promises of land, for instance, yeah, we have spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So, Often we talk about when you, by the time you get to the New Testament, the promises of God for us are more spiritual in nature uh, nature than they are physical. Yep. Uh, that doesn't mean that there aren't physical elements to it, but the promises that we hold to in the New Testament are not quite the same as the fulfillment of those promises for the nation of Israel in the Old Testament times. And possibly, depending on your eschatology and your view of the future, what Israel will experience in the future. So there's more of a spiritual component to that, but it's still the Messiah bringing the rule of God into our lives. So forgiveness of sins, Mm -hmm. which is the, that is the primary element of salvation for us. If sin is destroying us, salvation is delivering us. And so to the degree that we, we are righteous, by faith in Christ, in a practical sense, we're living well. Mm-hmm. And so there's, uh, I, w- I would say, leaning more towards the forgiveness of sin, the overall uh, peace between us and God, 
and peace uh, amongst us, uh, amongst each other. Yeah. And all of those, uh, all of those wonderful transforming traits that God is developing in us. Yeah. And I think that's maybe a good way to, the Keller quote's a good way to kind of analogize that where you've got this unweaving that's happened yeah. and the, the kingdom, well, Christ's work is reweaving. So yeah. the brokenness, the, the relational strife, the, yeah. uh, the sin, those all get reweaved back together yeah. in Jesus in yeah. peace and forgiveness yeah. and hope. Yeah, including even our own psychological, uh, you know, our own psyche, our ability to walk with God and enjoy Him and love Him and mm -hmm. love our brothers. And so beyond Sunday, we're we're in a day, I believe, that is is much more like the exile than we've experienced in our generation, mm -hmm. our lifetime. And uh, are you a fan of the Chronicles of Narnia? Have you read them or mm -hmm. seen the movies? Mm -hmm. I've used this illustration with the teens mm -hmm. so many years and times, but when the white witch comes into Narnia mm -hmm. and Aslan is out of power, yeah. um, the white witch, everything starts to freeze over mm -hmm. and you see things get colder and colder. And that's the way I, I kind of think about our mm -hmm. day and our mm -hmm. country, our world in for Christians, the ground is starting to, to get cold yeah. it's freezing over yeah. and so the social capital that we once had as christians mm -hmm. is no longer mm -hmm. it's no not good for us yeah. do you know what i mean it's oh, yeah. not a benefit in mm -hmm. many ways it's uh, oftentimes going to do just the opposite of that and so um we live in a world and you talked about it on sunday where it's this this isn't jerusalem this isn't israel this isn't the homeland mm -hmm. we're in a foreign land mm -hmm. uh, another book that i have read refers to it as digital babylon mm -hmm. uh, all of these messages yeah. it's it's a different day and age but yeah we're waiting just you know just like those yeah. saints in the silent years yeah. who had they weren't hearing from god yeah and then Emmanuel comes. Yeah, and I think that's the key for us from a text like this. Now, what makes studies through books of the Bible difficult for churches like ours mm -hmm. is that you have sections like this that are not readily applicable in the way in which we think they should be. Like, what what are we supposed to do with this text? Right. More than mm -hmm. likely, in this text, in the verse, in the first seventeen verses, this is about making sure that we believe in the faithfulness of God mm -hmm. and that we allow His faithfulness on record here to bolster our faith. He is at work. He has sent the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And now, of course, the risen Christ is ruling with him. And we're a part of this. So we have to, we have to believe that that's true. And that has to give us hope. That, that Narnia, uh, mm -hmm. or is it around that time when that quote uh, came? Um, it's always winter, but never Christmas. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Is, yep. is that around that that's same? That's Narnia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is such a, you know, a typical... Yeah, a great C.S. Lewis way to describe uh, our our broken world. Yeah. It's always winter, but it's never Christmas, which yeah. is a bummer. Yeah. And so the only hope that we have, of course, is the fact that the Christ has come, and I hope that that's I hope that that's driving our yeah. faithfulness too. Oh, which we talked about. Our own mission is he is he is ruling. He's building his church mm -hmm. in the midst of all the brokenness. The reweaving has begun. Mm -hmm. And we have a part to play in that. And we talked about that, remember, through those four women that show up, the yeah. four foreign women, which should not be in the genealogy, but they, they uh, 
they tell us about the mission. Yeah, it is. It's it's an inspiring, it's an inspiring truth. Yeah, uh, to know that that God has been faithful, He will be yeah. faithful, and we've got a part in that. Yeah, and fourteen generations, fourteen generations, yeah, fourteen generations. So that's good though, because this isn't a text that it's like you know, it's not Paul saying do this, don't do this. No, it's not. It's a history of Israel, but there's so much that's inspiring about God's working throughout history, and he's not stopped working. That's right. So Here, look at his faithfulness and look mm-hmm. at his mission. Yeah, yeah, that's the good news. It is. That Beyond Sunday can carry us despite what is thrown our way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, good. All right. Well, thanks for uh, sitting down with me for another week. I have no choice. I'll be back next week. Well, no, you really don't. All right. Thanks. We love you guys. As always, please send your comments, questions to podcast at cbcmj.com. We love them. And um, yeah, send them our way. Okay. See ya. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.